So you heard all the campgrounds are filled. Hey, hey, be sure and stay tuned to this episode of the RV podcast because we're going to tell you how you can get a camping reservation this summer. Welcome, fellow travelers. It's time for another episode of the RV Podcast. Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off-the-beaten-path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information. Here's your hosts, award-winning journalists Mike and Jennifer Wendland. And welcome to episode number 339 of the RV Podcast. This episode being released April 7th, 2021. And we're going to talk about those crowded campgrounds that you have been hearing about that RVers will be facing this summer. We've got some inside tips on how you can find a camping reservation. They're not all taken, despite what you may be hearing. Plus, we got a great off-the-beaten-path report from our friends, the Burkitts. We've got your RV questions. We're going to talk about naming your RV, and we have much, much more. So thanks for putting us in your ears this week. We feel it's a real honor that you're listening to us. Well, we are coming to you this week from Florida, where we have been for the last month or so, and we'll probably be for a little bit longer. We're planning our trip, actually leaving, I think, next week. My lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer, joins us right now. Hi, dear. Hello, Michael. Are you getting excited about going traveling again? I am. You know, every time we uh, we were out this, uh, this weekend in the RV, we'll be out this coming weekend. But every time we get in it, we can't wait to go someplace else. It's Adventure amazing. Adventure calls. This uh, past week, we took it to the uh, near the Gulf Islands National Seashore, Navarre Beach. Watched a beautiful sunset. We um, one of the things we do. We're down here at our condo in Florida, as regular listeners know. We use this as our base to go exploring across the Gulf states. But we also do what's called day camping where we go someplace, hang out for a while, stock up the fridge, turn it on, have some nice uh, refreshments or, or bring a lunch or a dinner and just uh, hang out someplace using the RV as our uh, day camper. And that is something I think more and more people can do. It's just, it's just really fun. Just get that RV, get out there in it. Hey, have you noticed all of the RVs that we're seeing on the roads again? They are. People are out, they're traveling, they're going from point A to point B. And, you know, with the day camping, anybody can do that. You don't have to spend a whole bunch of money on gas and reserving places. You can just go off and uh, have a little adventure. Now, we sat up at, it was the Navarre Beach um, public beach area, and there were a couple of Class Cs. I saw somebody in a Class A, a couple of Class Bs, people doing the same thing. Uh, you know, you you got your own bathroom on your RV. And in these days of being socially distant, that's a good thing to have. You have your own refrigerator. And in our case, we even have our own picnic table. So uh, we're free to go just about any place where, where we fit. I think there's an excitement um, that I am just picking up in all the email I get and the phone calls and the folks we meet on the road. Uh, just a real excitement building about being able to travel again. It, it seems to be sweeping across the country uh, the mainstream media has certainly noticed that everybody's talking about being out there in an RV. So uh, I think we'll have some company. Should we share where we're planning on going? Sure. We're, we're going to, we've done it before, but we want to take our time this time. 
and um, do the Natchez Trace. And I think we'll head out that way next week. But we've, we're actually doing um, a lot more research than we normally do because one of the things I want to do is uh, kind of go off the trace a little bit and show some of the fun communities that uh, you know people don't think of them as being great RV destinations like Natchez, Mississippi, uh, Jackson, Mississippi, uh, Tupelo, Mississippi. You know who was born in Tupelo, Mississippi? Who? The King. Thank you very much. Oh. Elvis Presley. So we're going to have some fun. And uh, I think uh, next week, uh, we're not even going to set a time limit on it. We're, our first destination will be, we're going to start at the end of the Natchez Trace and uh, spend some time, a couple, three days in Natchez, Mississippi. So um, we'll have to tell everybody where we're staying in our next podcast. We'll let you know where we'll be staying. And if you want to come out and visit us, if you happen to live in that area, we'd be delighted to, to, to shake your hand or give you an elbow bump or whatever is <laughs> pro- appropriate in Mississippi in these days of social distancing. And uh, that's, what, that's our plan. And then we're going to take our time. It's a 444-mile route from Natchez, Mississippi to, um, to Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, just a gorgeous route. I say we've done it before, but we just kind of breezed all through in like a day and a half or a day. I think we did it in a day, all mm-hmm. 400 miles. That sounds like us. But this time we're going to take several days and just uh, really enjoy it. And plus it's springtime. Mm-hmm. Those wildflowers. Speaking of which, pollen. We should warn people as you head south that you are entering the height of the pollen season down here. Runny noses. Sniffles, headaches. What are the other symptoms? Well, if you if you have allergies, seasonal allergies, you uh, need to be prepared and be prepared to wash your car often because it'll be covered in pollen or your RV, your trailer, whatever you're traveling with. Yeah, there's a like a a yellow coating that you'll find on it. All right, we'll get to the news of the week in a moment, but first we want to tell you that this part of the podcast is brought to you by Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. Summer is quickly approaching and Camping World wants you to know they have everything you may need to get on the road and to go out there and explore hundreds of locations throughout the country and they make it very easy for travelers to get RV essentials and extras like camping chairs, fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets and more. As Jennifer and I travel, we love to visit Camping World stores on our route Uh, They're like an oasis out there for RVers. Not only do they have um, a great selection of RA products and accessories, but also top-notch service centers if uh, we need some work done while we're traveling. Uh, So make sure your RV's in the best shape before, during, and after any road trip. Good way to do that, stop by uh, Camping World. Talk to them. You can get help for everything you need for your RV travels. And one of the things, if you shop online at campingworld.com, we can get you 10% off your purchase of $99 or more, 10% off. Just use the code word RVLIFESTYLE10 at checkout. Again, that's uh, promo code RVLIFESTYLE10 for 10% off your purchase of $99 or more on CampingWorld.com. News. Mike's got news. RV news. Travel news. Inside information and trends that shape the RV lifestyle. Here's the RV news of the week. Dispersed camping in Colorado's crusted Butte Valley is now prohibited, and the United States Forest Service is working to set up designated campsites. The beautiful Colorado Valley had become popular with boondockers and backpackers, so much so, all the dispersed camping was causing damage. 
In spring 2022, officials plan to have more than 200 designated camping spots, complete with fire ring, uh, reducing the risk of wildfires and environmental damage on the wilderness. The Crested Butte Valley is a stunning place to see wildflowers. So put it on your travel plans starting next year. A firmed and timed reservation system is now coming back this summer to several national parks around the country. It started this year, and now more and more parks are picking up on this, uh, requiring visitors to reserve a park entry time in order to reduce uh, all the visitor numbers and travel congestions. It started last year because of COVID, but so many people are now visiting national parks that just to relieve congestion, officials at a number of parks and more are probably going to institute this yet, uh, are instituting this. Uh, you got to give them a date and they give you a time, a window in which you are allowed to uh, drive through the park. Uh, Rocky Mountain National Park announced that it is implementing uh, two different timed reservation systems for summer and fall to keep visitors at around 75% of capacity. Also, uh, Glacier National Park has just announced a timed ticketed entry system to the uh, to drive the going to the Sun Road this uh, summer, and they're trying to reduce crowds there. So too with Acadia National Park in Maine, other national parks expected to similarly uh, institute the same things. You got to call in advance and get a time and a window in which you're allowed to enter the park. A three-year-old girl died at a campground in New Jersey over the weekend after she fell into a septic tank. Oh, man, that's terrible. The tragic accident happened at the Sun Outdoors Cape May Campground. More details on how the toddler fell in were not available as of this program. Sadly, this is not the first time we have heard of an accident like this in the last few years. If you are planning to visit the Adirondack Mountain Reserve this summer, be aware, you may need a parking registration. Uh, if you don't know about it, the Adirondack Mountain Reserve is a 7,000-acre reserve, a uh, beautiful, beautiful part of the Adirondack Park area, uh, but it was so crowded last summer. Uh, more people, of course, venturing out during COVID last year, and that created dangerous parking situations. So this year, the parking reservations are going to be in place to increase safety. The reserve is very popular. Uh, it's uh, part of the 6 million acre Adirondack Park area. And we love this area of the country. If you've never been there, we highly recommend it. Uh, we've even written one of our RV adventure guides about the Adirondacks area. You, you Check it out. If you've never been there, it really needs to be on your bucket list. You can find... Uh, our travel guide for that and more information about it and all of our uh, RV travel guide ebooks at rvlifestyle.com slash books. Finally, fire season is back again. As we release this episode of the RV podcast, a large wildfire has been raging through the Theodore Roosevelt National Park in North Dakota. The fire tripled in size since the weekend and threatens some park staff housing, maintenance buildings, and the CCC campground. At this report, it is about five square miles in size. The north unit of the park has been closed. High winds and dangerously dry conditions have been fueling the fire. 
rain forecast for the end of the week will hopefully give officials a hand in containing the fire from reaching the more visited southern area of the park. But let's use this story as a reminder to be very careful out there. Wildfires can start easily and do a lot of damage very fast. This part of the podcast brought to you by EmpireCovers.com, the best way to protect your RV from damage caused by the elements. RV season, of course, is uh, about starting up now, and the change of season also brings rain and mud and pollen and other elements that you have to uh, waste your time cleaning or worse, that can end up damaging your RV. Uh, In fact, whether you own an RV, a travel trailer, a camper, empirecovers.com has a product that will help you protect your recreational vehicle against mother nature. Empirecovers.com offers high quality, affordable covers that are engineered to protect. Every cover Empire Covers sells comes with a free warranty that guarantees it will remain durable over time. And RV podcast listeners can receive free shipping, plus they get an extra 15% off their entire order. Visit empirecovers.com. Use the promo code RVLIFESTYLE at checkout. Uh, Again, that's empirecovers.com. The promo code RVLIFESTYLE. Empire Covers protects what you love. Questions? You've got them. Mike and his network of RV reporters have the answers. Here's one of our questions of the week. All right, this is a fun question, and it uh, was posted on our RV Lifestyle Facebook group. Just go to um, rvlifestyle.com slash Facebook. You can join, become a member. Uh, Almost 50,000 members so far. But uh, here's one that came from um, one of our members named David Hines. Remember his last name, Hines. Uh, You'll know why in a minute. Uh, And he writes this. He says, new owner here. Am I supposed to name my camper like boat owners do? Any suggestions? We don't. We haven't named ours, have we? No, we haven't named this one. Sure. The last one we did, we called uh, ours Major. And one of our listeners, maybe we ought to have our listeners do another contest for us. One of our listeners suggested a Major, standing for Mike and Jennifer's other resident. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even had a. I thought that was a pretty good name. Maybe we should have our listeners offer some suggestions for our, our wonder. What should we name there it? There you go. I don't know. The Wondermobile, something like that. But anyway, uh, I don't want to steal the question here from David Hines, who's the new owner, and he wants to know, should he name it? So it was really kind of fun. He posted that, and within just a short period of time, uh, he's had 169 answers. Wow. 169. I'm just going to read some of them. Uh, there's one from Carla. She says, ours is named Betty Joe. We named it after someone special in our life who left us the means to take this adventure. Well, that's a good name, right? And that's a logical name for it. Kathy Page has named her RV the Barking Armadillo. <laughs> so uh, Carol uh, writes, our dog loves to go out on our boat, so our camper is a new life for us, and our dog starting calling it a dry boat. So the name of our camper is Dry Boat. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Julie, 
Um, it says our sailboat is named Gavin Day, which is a Latin name for the Loon family. So I've been calling our RV Lunar Rover. All right. <laughs> Lunar <laughs> Rover. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Kyle named his Camper Van Beethoven. Camper Van Beethoven. That's it. Uh, Tony, um, ours is in New, New uh, North Carolina. Her name is Nellie Kate. All right. Ronald Boyd calls his the other house. Peggy, mine is Harry the Hauler. It's a toy hauler. <laughs> uh, Bob Clark, in Florida, you must name your camper and make sure all turn signals are non-operational. <laughs> okay. Oh, that is funny. He's laughing out loud. Um, Leanne, or Lee Arnett says, uh, ours is Babe, because the truck that hauls her is Ox. Larry Wilson, my travel trailer is Rusty Nail Third. My sailboat was the original Rusty Nail, and my trawler was the second. Our hailing port is New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Um, let's jump through a couple of others. Uh, these are great people. Um, Kathy Woodruff says, our class B is known as Baby Beast. Uh, Nancy says, I love these kind of streams on Facebook. So many original and clever names. I call mine Miles. We were once going to call our dog Miles. Yes, but Bo was, he already knew that his name is Bo. Yep, he knew his name is Bo. Yeah, I think Miles would have been a very good name for Bo. We also thought about calling Bo Lewis. And then but we, then I said, no way, because then you'll get a second dog so we can have Lewis and Clark. Yep. So we didn't. Okay, a couple more. Sylvia Clay, my husband is a retired trucker, so giddy up go is the name for our RV. Uh, April Parker, ours is called Waverly, and uh, it just goes on. 169. Don McIsaac Don says, uh, ours is simply called the Money Pit. <laughs> okay, remember I said a moment ago that you should keep track of the guy who asked the original question. You remember what his last name was? Heinz. Heinz. <laughs> so he decided after reading all those that he's going to name his RV Hindsight. Okay. <laughs> Don't you think that's good? Sure. I think that's good too. So you can find all these posts if you go to RV Lifestyle uh, Facebook group. Just go to rvlifestyle.com slash Facebook and you will find uh, that question and many, many more. Lots of serious questions. Um, it's great. I used it just today. Uh, we were out, as we said, uh, camping Sunday, and I had a uh, a little, um, I looked and, and my tire pressure monitor said my right rear inside tire was low. So we happened to be at our friend's Les Chanteau's house for Easter, and Les had an air compressor. So we just topped off that tire, and I went on uh, on our Facebook group and said, you know, I think that's a really good idea. I should probably carry one of those with me. And so I asked our Listen, our members of the Facebook group, and I got a whole bunch of them. I'm going to order one sometime tonight after we get the show done. Hey, fellow travelers, want to have your voice featured on the RV podcast? Send us your questions or comments. Send an audio file to Mike at RVLifestyle.com. Or better yet, use our RV podcast voicemail number, 586-372-6990. 586-372-6990. We want to hear from you. Call 586-372-6990. This part of the RV podcast brought to you by our friends at Battleborn Batteries, makers of quality, safe, 
reliable lithium batteries that can be installed in just about every RV. Jennifer and I have two 100-amp lithium batteries in our RV, and uh, it has been just a, a wonderful addition, a great option that we upgraded when we ordered our new one. Um, it's it's uh, allowed us to do a lot of sustained, off-the-grid, uh, unplugged camping uh, in places that uh, we probably wouldn't stay if we didn't have lithium batteries. Lithium batteries uh, let you have those sustained adventures off-the-grid because lithium batteries offer better performance. They charge faster. They charge fuller. They're longer-lasting. They're maintenance-free. They weigh about half as much as an AGM battery. And the folks at Battleborn Batteries, they can help you. They're familiar with almost any kind of RV, uh, whether it's a motorhome, a towable trailer, a camper. Um, they have uh, Battleborn lithium batteries that can probably just drop into wherever you have your batteries now, whatever current batteries you have. They can replace them with perfectly sized lithium batteries that should go right in that same spot. All their batteries protected by a 10-year guarantee uh, we just can't uh, speak highly enough of them. It's the first option uh, that we got when we uh, ordered our RV, and we are delighted to have it in ours. It's the second one we've had uh, lithium batteries with, and they just uh, make it so easy. We use it, you know, all the time. I mean, And we don't want to be without them. No, we do not. So uh, check them out. And to be sure you tell them you heard about us uh, on the RV podcast, uh, and uh, that's uh, rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. That'll get you there rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Time now for the RV Podcast Interview of the Week. Interesting, entertaining, and helpful information about the RV lifestyle. Here's Mike with this week's interview. All right. Um, we're going to talk this week about some new technology that we're going to kind of give you uh, a sneak peek at, both audio-wise here on the podcast and in the show notes and on our YouTube channel, we will have a, a video that demonstrates what we're going to talk about here. But our guest is Mark Cap, And Mark is a, is a longtime friend of ours uh, who has been working for some time on some really neat technology that has to do with finding and getting camping reservations. I don't want to steal the thunder, but be sure and listen all the way through the interview. We will have a transcript of the interview in the show notes for this episode that you can find on the RVLifestyle.com travel blog. And on our RV Lifestyle YouTube channel, we'll have a video version of it in which Mark, as you hear in the interview, he's kind of showing this stuff on screen and you can follow along there. But I think in, in, in the audio interview, you'll get lots of great inside tips the topic is how to find a camping reservation. Now, many of you know and have heard all of the hype, and it's true that campgrounds are really crowded this year. But don't believe those who say there are no spots available, because as Mark explains, there are spots available, and smart RVers who follow some of these inside tips that Mark is about to give us, they will find that perfect campsite that you're looking for our guest, Mark Kep. Mark is the CEO of CampgroundViews.com. Well, to help us get uh, into the right possible groove for finding those uh, difficult to locate open campsites is our friend Mark Kep. And um, a walkthrough on his site, uh, CampgroundViews.com. First of all, hi, Mark. How are you? 
Hey, Mike, doing good. How you doing? I'm I'm geeked. The camping season, I think, is here. Uh, people are are out moving about, and uh, I thought uh, no one uh, better suited to help us uh, learn how to navigate the 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 challenges of finding open reservations than my friend Mark Cap. So. Mark, uh, let's talk about your site for starters. I know we have a big surprise that we'll have coming up in a minute. But but first of all, a lot of people are in the planning mode right now, and they hear all these stories. We can't find a spot. We can't find a spot. How can we help them with finding a spot? And maybe we can actually bring up your site and show them. We should tell our podcast audience that we do have an accompanying video on this that you'll find at rvlifestyle.com. Uh, and those of you who are uh, watching it on YouTube, you should know that there's a full blog post on this at rvlifestyle.com with the podcast. So that out of the way, over to you, Mark. Yeah, Mike, you know, it, it's going to be a busy camping season, flat out. We did a survey last week of uh, 2,000 campground owners, and 50% of them said that their advanced bookings are up significantly over average. Everybody's just going camping. So um, when we pull up the site, campgroundviews.com, a lot of folks will, will, they never believe me when I say this. Mike, you've been camping long enough. I've been camping long enough to know that this is true. You can find a campsite anywhere you go as long as you're willing to travel a little bit to go do it. And the best example- And do a little research. And do a little research. Exactly. So if we can see, they can see my site um, right now. Yeah, I'm looking at your site. They're looking at your site. It says, look where you're going. And that's the part we're going to show you in a little bit. But uh, but here we go. Uh, so, uh, walk us through. We see a so map. The first ex- where are we looking? First, ex- first example I'm going to pull up is Yosemite Valley. And the reason I do this is that there's only four campgrounds or five campgrounds on the valley floor in Yosemite. And everybody will say Yosemite is full. But if you notice, my default radius is set to 50 miles. And Mike, how many campgrounds are there within 50 miles of Yellowstone National or Yosemite National Park? Probably uh, 75, 100. 107 campgrounds within 50 miles of Yosemite Valley floor. So within that, you can figure the average campground has 60 sites in it. That means there's 6,000 campsites within 50 miles of Yosemite National Park. I guarantee you can find a campsite any night of the year, as long as you're willing to do a little bit of research and go find them. So the trick, the first rule in finding a campsite, and it's going to be nutty all summer long, everything's going to be full up, is to remove your expectations of staying in one designated campsite in one campground and open your horizons to a little bit wider radius. If you want to find another cool trick on this, you can click on this big map button up at the top of the screen here. I'm going to click on that. It'll take a second to load. This is actually pulling our entire database within Campground Views, which has 16,000 campgrounds. You'll notice all these icons going. And you can actually zoom in on the icons and then drag the Google map around to see all the campgrounds. And as you can see, this opens up your entire opportunities. You click on the little icons and the icons will bring up whatever that state park or campground is. You click on the name and that takes you in to get more information to book that site or whatnot and be able to go ahead and go camping even though everything is quote full so, so the big go ahead yeah 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 so, so the, my point is is the first rule uh is that set your radius to about 50 miles around the attraction that you're going to see be it a national park or uh you know maybe a certain city 
50 miles is not a bad commute, you know, in these days. And look what we found around Yosemite, which was pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I knew there were a bunch, but I, when I see it on the map like that, and uh, again, the folks listening to the podcast, be sure you go back and look at the show notes and watch the video that we will embed. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and if you notice, all you have to do once you're on a search page is update the, the search terms uh, to change your location. So I can quickly bounce around all over the country and see the different camping spots and campgrounds that are within a certain radius of all sorts of different locations. You want to go to Tampa, Florida, you just type it in and it'll automatically update the map over here. And if you want to look around even more, say you drag this map, once you drag it, simply click search this location that'll update your search result and be able to take you into that radius area to see the results. Let's do a real life example for a moment. And okay. uh, maybe it's, it's, we haven't talked this over. Nope. I don't know how it's going to go, but we'll give it a try. Let's talk about Yellowstone and let's, let's uh, see what we can find around Yellowstone. And uh, we should pick a date. Maybe what, what do you think? Uh, we'll pick, um, yeah, I don't know. How about the second weekend of May? Something like that. So we don't pull data because the problem you have with any date specific searches is that the different reservation engines are different. So like recreation.gov for the public parks, private parks. So we don't pull any date information, but we'll, we'll give you the park information. A big thing on Yellowstone is, and it's a good example, Mike, because a lot of people go to Yellowstone as their first camping trip, you know, for the summer. It's their big trip. They bought the new RV. They want to go there. The, some key things, if you've never been to Yellowstone, is that Yellowstone is absolutely massive. If you want to drive the Grand Loop, it's like 150 miles just for that loop of driving. You are going to be driving in Yellowstone. So we actually encourage people to open the radius up to about 100 miles around Yellowstone to really get a lot of campgrounds, such as the campgrounds in West Yellowstone, the Island Park area, over in Cody to the east, up north to Red Lodge, and as you see right now, most of the search results are the national park campgrounds that are within Yellowstone and, um, and uh, Grand Teton National Parks. Um, but this year, important thing for these campgrounds, all of the campgrounds are now on the reservation system, the recreation.gov reservation system in those two parks. So you have to book them in advance. There are, though, a lot of Forest Service campgrounds located around Yellowstone. So, for example, up in uh, the northern part up near Gardner, Montana, there are a number of Forest Service campgrounds just outside the gate that people are unaware of. Also, our little hidden spot, if you're coming from the west, like L.A. or California or something like that, there's a town called Island Park, Idaho, never heard of it but it's it's actually the longest main street in america it's like 25 mile long main street for island park there are a ton of forest service campgrounds in this region absolutely beautiful and you're only about 45 minute drive from the entrance to yellowstone of which you'll be driving 150 miles inside of it anyways so it's a that's kind of our insider um, spot to go on the and then there's also yeah north end we always have gone around silver city up on the north end yeah, and that nobody ever goes to that area, right? So that's always a nice. We do. Quiet. That's why we go there. Yeah, <laughs> we have never in the in the heat of summer, you know, when everybody's there, we've never been unable to find a pretty great spot within just a few minutes of the north gate of Yellowstone by camping, uh, looking in this area up up in the north. I just lost myself there on the map. Yeah, and that's a great spot. That whole northern uh, roadway into the park. Plus, you can go then out to Red Lodge. 
the Cook City Silvergate area. Is that what you're talking about right here? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, because you can go back down that, um, what is it? The Bear, It's not Beartooth Highway. Um, the, it is. It, it, well, the Beartooth Highway, sure, it'll run from the north end over to Cody. It's a spectacular drive. I don't know if I'd take it in a Class A, but I would take it in a C and, a, and certainly a B. Uh, and and I would do it in a small towable, uh, but but we're making the point here of of not being so having such tunnel vision that we think we have to be in one location only because chances are you're not going to find that. And that's going to be the key to camping this year is to not fixate on a certain location, but to fixate on the journey. If there's one thing that RVing is taught, anybody who's RVed for long enough knows that it's not so much about the end destination. It's about that journey. And if you can find some interesting spots to stay along the way, like, for example, you ever been to Lander, Wyoming, Mike? I have. I have indeed. Yes, I have. And Lander's awesome because there's um, Sacagawea's grave is at this Fort Washaki right here. You would never know that if you had never stayed in Lander, Wyoming. You can go tour the grave site. There's this cool statue there. And then they also have a river called, or a canyon. It's a state park called Sink, Sink and Rise State Park. And the river actually crashes into a rock, vanishes, and then pops out of the ground a mile later down downstream and you can actually see this whole river and it's not it's not a creek it's a river it vanishes goes underground and pops out on the other side and that's an example of getting all these really cool destinations that you can find when you go camp there's another area there that we have stayed uh, on the way to tetons near Bois, wyoming which is a beautiful little cowboy town in fact we liked it so much we ended up there spending our wedding anniversary there and stayed there an extra three days and just and delayed going into uh into uh, yellowstone and teton because it was such a great town uh, yep. walk us through uh, yep. what we can find out about a campground from campgroundviews.com well we'll use this the dubois um example so we will have um you know we'll have information on the campground you know like you know, their name, their, their address, basic stuff like that. We'll have written reviews. We will have videos. So videos shot by other campers that you can actually click play on and, and go through and see the, and these aren't viral videos. These aren't going to get your kids excited. These are for you. Yeah, and I. Why don't you run, why don't you roll that video right there? If you can. All right. So this um, is third. I'll, I'll mute it. Um, it's 30 seconds long. And the whole intention is simply to give you a look at the campsite. And then the camp. There we see it's flat. There's some trees around it. By the way, I think this is the ranch uh, that we stayed at. I think this is the campground that we actually stayed at that we like. Uh, but look look how nice it is. Uh, you got some cottonwood trees, and if you can see that the site is flat. You've got your picnic table. Uh, all of that stuff is just really helpful when you're booking a site. Okay, so say – I say on that site, I saw a couple sites I like, I want to I wanna go there. What, what do I do then from campgroundviews.com? So we'll have um, their phone number directly here or a link to their website. You would then go to their website and go ahead and, and complete the booking. Oh, and that's that easy. And look, at there it is. It talks about its location. Uh, it tells you where they are and uh, that they're taking reservations uh, right now for not only uh, – uh, the, the 2021, but uh, I guess they were talking about they had some stuff up from last fall still. But uh, you can check all the amenities that they have. Uh, that's it, the Longhorn Ranch uh, Campground. And was that the uh, place you stayed, Mike? That was the exact place we stayed. Yes, 
yeah, it's it was it was great, and that's Du Bois, which is a actual real cowboy town, a real cowboy town, and uh, we had a had a great time there. Uh, I want to really go though to the secret stuff, the secret sauce of campgroundviews.com. And Mark, uh, for our audience, uh, I've known Mark for a number of years now, and I know Mark has been working on this uh, with a with a whole team of data analysts. We kind of have hinted about it before. But I think we're going to actually be able to see it now. This is coming soon. This is the next uh, phase of technology when you are going to book uh, a campground. Uh, you saw how nice it is in that video we brought up of the campground to see it, but it gets even cooler. And Mark, um, I, I don't want to steal the thunder, but show us what's coming and how people can even become early adapters of this. Mike, I appreciate it. And um, you you hinted at, you actually hinted at the problem we were trying to solve. So campground views is great. You can find campgrounds, but are the sites available? Is the site I want available? We've heard all that, right? It, it, and when I say we on campground views, we've heard from you that you wish you knew what sites are available. We've been playing around with 360 video for a while and we like it. It's like Google Street View. You can go through the campground and see the sites. Let me hit play. This is what you're about to see here if you're watching this on video. If you're listening to it on the podcast, what you're about to hear is literally the future of the way you're gonna book campgrounds and campsites in the not too distant future. This is utilizing 360 video. And as I hit play, you can see we're moving through a space. One of the things I'll point out is that I'm able to drag the screen and look around just like Google Street View, right? I'm now seeing the whole roads, the campsites. I can see everything that's going on. But if you notice something here, Mike, there's a little red icon floating over here. If I click on that icon, my play stops, and I now get this information is being pulled straight from the reservation engine on campsite number two that I'm looking at. I know when my check-in it, times. Go ahead. This is live. This is, this live, is live. Real. real yep. Yep. This it's live data. Cool. It's a record. It's a recorded video. Live data. And say, I'm now looking at the site. So now I can see how big that site is. You know, I can see the roadway. Can I easily back in or pull into that site? We also then, this is the kicker. So if this site was available during these dates, this would have been green. And I could click book now. And it takes me immediately to be able to book that particular site at the campground. So now you can do, I mean, Mike, you've done this. I've done this. Your readers, your listeners and readers have all done this. They go to a campground they want to stay at and they ask to drive through it so they can take notes, say, hey, site 10, site 12, and site 15 will fit us. We like those sites. You don't need to do that anymore. We have this. And over this last season, we went out and we captured 400 locations for the states of Arizona, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and Nevada. We have all the recreation.gov properties and we are working hard to bring this experience for all of those recreation.gov properties so that we all can stop guessing and actually start seeing the campsites. So you would go to a campground and, and look at the sites and, and look for a, for blue, for green, right? A green that green. would show that it is available and then yeah, and you it, can it, actually book it. Yeah. And to tell you how early this, we just finished today, the, the, the date picker so you'll be able to set your dates of when you're you want to stay at this campground and it'll automatically update the information on these sites so that the sites that are available during your stay those will be green um the ones that are available well wow, that's a, an amazing thing now of course we're all planning uh to do our rving this year 
is this a pipe dream, Mark? I know you got the demo working great. You got the stuff. When can people kind of think that this is available? So we are currently pre-selling. Um, so the way people are going to access this is via membership. So campground views will continue to be free, but to access these 360s, it'll be a membership. We're pre-selling those memberships with our goal to have the 400 videos by July of this year, all of them up and live for you to experience. So if you're booking for May, sorry, we don't have it ready yet. But if you're thinking a little bit ahead and you want to take advantage of this, you can lock in now and, and, and support us as we build in literally changing the way we'll find campsites. Then this summer, if you know, there's some people be like, what about California? What about um, Washington? What about Oregon? I'm from California originally. We're, it was on fire last year and it had COVID. So we couldn't get there to film them last year. This summer, we're capturing all the rest of the recreation.gov properties. And by the end of this season, we should have everything up for you. Oh, this is a, a great service. And uh, I can't wait to, to, to actually get a hold of it myself. Frankly, uh, July and August and September are my favorite times anyway. So to be out that way. And that's uh, that's what we're looking for. Well, that's a sneak peek. Uh, they can get lots more information at uh, campgroundviews.com. Campgroundviews.com is absolutely free. You can learn about uh, how you can be an early adapter of the 360 videos, which is kind of a uh, an extra option, but uh, it all is explained on the site. Is that right? It's all explained on the site. Just simply click on the um, support the site up here at the top, and you'll get more information. At a minimum, you'll get a box that uh, asks for your email address. Sign up for the free account. We'll keep you in the loop as things are going along. And when you want to jump on, you can jump on. But we're really we're excited about this. I'm excited about this because... I believe that this solves the biggest problem any of us campers have, which is where the heck am I going to camp? And it's, uh, tell everybody how long you've been working on this, Mark. The idea was two and a half years ago, and we have been plugging along pretty steadily since then. Any entrepreneur, will, you know, I've always heard that entrepreneurs are not overnight um, successes, and I can absolutely attest that. It's definitely not <laughs> been an overnight thing. You know it, Mike. You know behind the scenes yeah. how hard we've been working on this thing. And yeah. Um, I'm, I'm committed to it because I know it's going to make everybody's life better, right? You know, if, if you make people's lives better, you at least, you know, you at least done something good for this world. So that's our goal. Well, it is the future, I think, of RV reservations. And uh, our folks uh, who watched the, the YouTube video actually saw it. Those of you listening to the podcast, again, go back to show notes for this episode and you'll be able to uh, actually watch this, uh, listen to the interview and uh, watch it all embedded as a video. Mark Kep has been our guest. Mark is a longtime friend of the RV lifestyle. And uh, Mark, we'll see you out there on the roads. And uh, we'll tell everybody as soon as this is available, but they can get, did I hear right that, they can get special pricing right now if they sign up in advance. Yeah, exactly. We're giving them 50% off of what the membership costs will be in the future. So, um, you know, if, if you want to see this thing really happen, um, join. Okay. Campgroundviews.com. Mark Kep, our guest. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you. All right. Now we will have a, um, a video of all of this. You can actually watch Mark demonstrate what you heard him talking about there. We did record that uh, video with the, uh, that, that interview with video as well. That'll be on our RV Lifestyle uh, channel on YouTube. But I'm embedding it in the show notes for this episode at uh, rvlifestyle.com. So just head over there. You'll find it. This part of the RV podcast is brought to you by peaceofmindforrvs.com. Remember that website, peaceofmindforrvs.com. They are an emergency transportation coverage solution that pays 
100% of all ambulance charges by ground, by air, anywhere. Wait a minute, you say. I have insurance. Listen up. I mean, we know emergencies happen, and they're very scary. Uh, emergencies away from home can be very scary and leave you in financial ruin. When it comes to ambulances, this is what all RVers need to know about. By ground or by air, coverage is not up to you if your insurance company deems one medically necessary. They have to say it is. It isn't even up to the EMT who is live on the scene and calls an ambulance. It's only up to the insurance company. They're the ones that say yay or nay, and you have no appeal. In fact, one out of seven ground ambulances get denied. Air ambulances, because of deregulation, are classified as common carriers and not a medical expense. I never knew that. That makes air ambulances one of the most denied claims by insurance companies. Now, the good news is you can go to peaceofmindforrvs.com and make sure that if you need an air ambulance, you don't get stuck with that $50,000 bill. Peaceofmindforrvs.com provides emergency transportation coverage. It covers 100% of all ground ambulances, air ambulances, and a slew of additional benefits like return home services, recuperate close to home, visitor transportation. You'll also have the ultimate peace of mind with this coverage because you're covered everywhere, in your permanent home, on the road with or without your RV, if you tent camp, you're covered too, and worldwide. Anyway, please just go check it out. Jennifer and I are members of this, and we urge you to look at it, investigate it, so you know the facts about this. It's uh, peace of mind for RVs.com. You got it? Peace of mind for RVs.com. Time now for Off the Beaten Path, a unique RV podcast travel suggestion you probably won't find in a guidebook. Here's Mike. We are uh, hooking up now with our friends Tom and Patty Burkett and heading out towards uh, the Great Plains of North America. Hey, Jennifer and Mike. As European immigrants began to flood across the Great Plains of North America in the 19th century, they worked hard to establish homesteads. Recognizing that this westward expansion displaced native peoples and nearly extincted some of the iconic fauna of the continent, there is much to admire in the ingenuity and perseverance of these hardy folk. If you make a stop in La Crosse, Kansas, you can spend some time considering just how difficult it was to create the homes they built here. At a time when much of the eastern United States was still forested and lumber was easy to come by, there were few trees on this part of the continent. Most common in the early years of settlement were dugouts, homes built into the ground or into hillsides. Tom's grandmother spent her early years in one of these on the eastern Colorado plains. As families settled in and began to take stock of the available resources, they found another option. They began to incorporate blocks of limestone into their dugouts. The house built by homesteader Dan Haley in 1883, which now houses the museum, is built entirely of stone. Head out back and you can see just how the stone was harvested. There are many exposed limestone cliffs across this landscape, and chunks were hammered out and shaped individually with hammers, much the way granite is shaped. Then new techniques and tools made it possible to remove blocks of the desired size and shape without finishing. 
It's a real eye-opener to look at the handmade tools invented by these pioneers. Stone fences enjoyed a brief heyday, but the realization that fence posts could be quarried from the stone and the development of barbed wire led to the pasteurization of tens of thousands of prairie acres. Again, the tools and equipment invented to transport and position these weighty posts will amaze you. If you want to take another hour or two, you can go next door and visit the Barbed Wire Museum. Barbed wire and post rocks made a potent defense against predators and lost livestock in this country. Our favorite regional invention is the cooling house, a double stone-walled building next to a water-pumping windmill. Water was pumped into a roof-level tank and the water pressure forced a mist out of pipes inside, which cooled the interior by as much as 50 degrees. Ice could be preserved here well into the summer months. Most of the stone buildings of this area are crumbling ruins, but you can still see and explore them out here on the back roads off the beaten path. Tom and Patty Burkett with the Off the Beaten Path report uh, for the podcast. You hear them every week on our podcast. You also, on every Monday, uh, there's a new Off the Beaten Path uh, blog post that we put up on our rvlifestyle.com travel blog. Check them out both on the blog and here on the podcast. They're on every week. This part of the podcast brought to you by Harvest Hosts, where RVers can overnight for free at more than 2,000 wineries, farms, microbreweries, and attractions. Hey, we have been telling you about uh, a price hike that Harvest Hosts was about to enact in April. Well, they have moved it back a couple of weeks until April 16th. At that point, the price rises by about 20 bucks a month. If you are not a member and you join between now and April 16th, 2021, you can save that and you will be grandfathered in at the current rate. Uh, Harvest Host is, is a favorite place for us to stay. They have, as we said, over 2,000 spots at really unique areas. Uh, that new membership hike goes from 79 to 99 after April 16th. Now, you want to sign up now, and if you do that, I can save you another 15% because Harvest Host has agreed to give our members and the listeners to our podcast a 15% break off their current price. Just go to rvlifestyle.com slash hh, rvlifestyle.com slash hh. Um, check them out. So many awesome places where you can overnight for free once you become a Harvest Host members. And it's so easy to find these spots, these wineries and breweries and farms and distilleries and tourist attractions. Just get that discount, 15%. Get it before April 16th and you'll uh, uh, avoid the price hike. That link again is rvlifestyle.com slash hh rvlifestyle.com slash hh what's happening time now to check the rv calendar of events and gatherings you need to know about so last week we had an interview with bob zagami from the uh, new england rv dealers association bob talked about how um a lot of rv dealers that that uh, he has spoken to are uh, thinking that, you know, maybe RV shows are a thing of the past and that uh, they can do them online or uh, the uh, sales are so brisk that uh, they don't have to haul those RVs off to a convention center. 
we heard a lot from a lot of people about that. We heard from some small communities which have RV shows and let us know they will be having them this fall once the camping season ends. And we even heard from uh, some folks at some of the major RV shows like uh, Hershey, which is on this September, the big Hershey, America's largest RV show. But there are three shows that we want to talk about this week that are on the schedule. The first is this weekend, April 9th through the 11th, and that is uh, in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. It's the St. Louis Spring RV Show. It is an in-person show. It will be held at the Six Flags Amusement Parking Lot in St. Louis, uh, for St. Louis in Eureka, Missouri. So check that out. That's April 9th through the 11th. I mentioned Bob Zagami and the New England show. Well, that one is a virtual show. It is the New England RV and Camper Expo. It is online. Uh, just go to, just check them out at uh, New England RV and Camper Expo. That is April 10th and 11th. And then in person out in Texas on April 16th through the 18th, it's the Heart of Texas RV show at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton, Texas. Uh, other RV shows, uh, we'll tell you about them as they get scheduled. Many will take a break now until uh, September after most of the RV camping is done, but they will be coming back. And um, one of the things that's very popular these days uh, is from one of our sponsors, and that's Rad Power Bikes, America's number one e-bike brand. Have you picked up an e-bike yet? Many RVers are enjoying them. And the thing about Rad Power Bikes is the fact that you can save about 50% over the cost of comparable bikes because they deal directly with the consumer. Plus, they have free shipping. And Rad Power Bikes even offers a discount of $75 off if you use the coupon code RV Lifestyle, Rad Power Bikes have a number of different models. They can all go 20 miles an hour with zero pedaling. They're really fun to take along on with your RV. You can go between 20 and 40 miles on a single charge. Different models of, for, to meet every kind of need, even a telescoping folding e-bike. Check them out uh, at uh, radpowerbikes.com. That's radpowerbikes.com. Tell them you heard about them on the RV Lifestyle. And if you mention RV Lifestyle, the coupon code part, when you make an order, they'll take $75 off. Radpowerbikes.com. And that wraps up another episode of the RV Podcast with Mike and Jennifer Wendland. New episodes are released every Wednesday, and the best way to stay connected is to subscribe to the RV Podcast. We're in all the popular podcast apps, and you can also listen on the RVLifestyle.com travel blog. Till next time, happy trails, fellow travelers. We'll be looking for you down the road. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to us this week. New episodes of the podcast every single Wednesday. Don't forget, for new content, we have new content posted every single day. Every day, new content at rvlifestyle.com. The RV travel blog, rvlifestyle.com. On behalf of my wife, Jennifer, and our dog, Bo, I'm Mike. Happy trails.